Thanks for joining me on episode 1173 of the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. I'm Sharon Hughes. I challenge you to invest in yourself, invest in others, develop your influence, and impact the world by using your time, your talent, and your treasures to live out your calling. Having the ability to believe the truth of who you really are is key, and one way to be inspired to do that is to listen to this, the Inspired Stewardship Podcast with my friend, Scott Mater. Now, the truth is none of us or very few of us are purely any one of these. All of us have all four in us all the time. It's rather a blend. However, we do tend to have some that are more dominant or more easy for us to get into, more natural for us than others. Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. If you truly desire to become the person who God wants you to be, then you must learn to use your time, your talent, and your treasures for your true calling. In the Inspired Stewardship Podcast, you will learn to invest in yourself, invest in others, and develop your influence so that you can impact the world. In today's episode about impacting the world by stewarding your time, I talk with you about the different personalities that we have and their approach to time. I share how your personality affects your approach to priorities and goals. And I also share some tips for each of those major personalities and how you can deal with time. As we talk about stewarding your time, wouldn't it be great if you could support this podcast and do it without just taking too long? Turns out you can't. All you have to do is use inspiredstewardship.com slash Amazon when you're ready to make a purchase via Amazon and a small commission will come back to support the show just that quick. If you enjoy the show when you are ready to buy from Amazon, just use inspiredstewardship.com slash Amazon. I've talked before about DISC, this D-I-S-C, these four letters that we're all a blend of that helps describe our relationship to communication, our personality, how we see the world. And like all models, it's imperfect, but I love this model of looking at our personality and our communication styles because one, number one, it makes sense. And number two, it's relatively easy for me to understand. This idea real quickly is that there's four types of people. And it's really the answer to two questions that kind of divides us into these four big categories. And I'll talk about why none of us are really any one of these in a minute. But the first question is, are you more outgoing or reserved? Don't think of that as introvert, extrovert kind of thing. Think of that instead as more of the internal engine that runs your life. Outgoing people tend to have outgoing energy. They tend to talk faster, talk louder, use their hands more, have bigger facial expressions. They're more energy into the world, while reserved people are a little calmer and more collected, tend to think first and speak second. They tend to be more reserved. So answer that question for yourself. In general, if you had to pick one, would you say you're more outgoing or more reserved? Similarly, there's another question. And so if you put this on the x-axis, the horizontal 
axis with task-oriented and people-oriented, task on the left and people on the right. So outgoings at the top, reserved at the bottom, task on the left and people on the right. In general, task-oriented to approach the world first by thinking about what needs to get done, while people-oriented people tend to think first about who's involved, how are the relationships between people. None of these are good or bad. None of these are value-specific. It's not better to be task- or people-oriented. It's not better to be outgoing or reserved. You're not more successful if you're one of these. But if you think about it, you end up with four squares. Outgoing, task-oriented people would be the D type or the dominant or driven type. The outgoing and people-oriented would be inspiring or the I in DISC. These are the outgoing, friendly kind of type. The S people are supportive. They tend to be calm, collected, nurturing, very interested in the status quo. And then the C or the cautious type are calculating. They tend to be very interested in getting things right. Now, the truth is none of us or very few of us are purely any one of these. All of us have all four in us all the time. It's rather a blend. However, we do tend to have some that are more dominant or more easy for us to get into, more natural for us than others. If you think about that affects how we get things done and how we handle our time and our priorities and things about how we have the way we interact with time. So I'm expanding on this in my productivity course, and I'm going to break this out in greater detail, but I wanted to touch on it a little bit here in this episode. So the D types are the producer type. They're the ones that are focused on the goal. They want to get results. They want to get it done. They tend to be high achievers in many ways. They sometimes don't necessarily get along well with other people while they're doing it, but they get things done. The I type are the imaginist type people or the imagineers, if you want to think about it. They focus on the vision of it. They're interested in living life to its full, fullest and influencing other people. They believe in the possibilities in the world. The S type is the teamist. They're focused on the team, the relationships. They're looking at the connections between people. They want things to be calm, collected, and relatively problem-free. The C type is the analysist. They're the people that pull in different information and data. They like to make logical choices. They want to see all of the details before they make a decision. They're interested in following procedures and being right. If you think about it, that means that Ds oftentimes are motivated by challenge. They like something that's hard to get done. They respond positively when it's a tough assignment with a heavy workload. They're very demanding of themselves and their, and of others. They have a lot of energy and willpower that they exert towards their goals. High eyes are good at recruiting and bringing others into the team in order to accomplish their results. They don't push, but they pull. They thrive on the social contact and the relationships. 
They're often the people that are worried about things being too rigid. They want to be spontaneous. They like loose discipline. They don't really want to worry about managing themselves because too much structure stifles their freedom and their ability to get things done. The high S likes a low-pressure, friendly atmosphere where there's relaxation and people are calm, where there's security and structure and routine. They like to work steadily and calmly. They do things one step at a time. They don't like to have to figure out the whole process. They want to just know what's the next step. And the high C thrives on order and organization and procedures. They love standard operating procedures. They want an opportunity for growth, but they don't want sudden changes. They don't like unpredictability. They prefer to use predetermined methods that are very attentive to detail and rules and steps. They're great at managing and creating organization. They're not always as effective at managing themselves because they can tend to get into their own head and be bogged down by paralysis, by analysis. So Ds tend to look at time as a tool to achieve victory. They'll attack their goals. The eyes tend to operate in the here and now. They don't particularly like a rigid time structure or schedule. The high S, when not under a deadline or under too much pressure, they see time as a friend. But when the deadlines come up, especially if they're imposed from outside, time becomes an enemy that creates stress and worry. And the high C, because of their perfectionist tendencies, they always feel like they need more time just to get things right. We can always review it one more time before we release it into the world. But the truth is, all of these, and I go into a lot more detail in the course, these blends also mean that you don't necessarily, you're not just a D or just a C. You may blend some of both, or you may blend some of three of these types. And so it's interesting to go in deeper and figure out for you, how do you approach things like planning, setting priorities, analyzing things, just being on time for things like meetings and dealing with interruptions. How does that personality type affect your approach to these things and others? So let's talk about a few tips. If you're one of these types, if you heard your voice in some of these, here's some tips for you to keep in mind. And again, there's more in the course, but here's a few to talk about right now. As a high D, you need to pay attention when people talk to you. You look them in the face, you show them that you care. For high eyes, don't let interruptions be an excuse to let your mind wander. Be interested in other people. If you're distracted, get right back to work. For S types, you need to learn to be more assertive, to speak up more, to say, I already have another commitment and not commit yourself or overcommit yourself to others. And for a C, remember that procedures are all well and good, but at the end of the day, making sure the people are taken care of is just, if not more, important. 
as a D, you need to be patient and you need to give yourself and others more lead time. You have a tendency to jump in at the last second, but others aren't able to keep up. As eyes, you need to recognize that structure and schedule can be your friend. You don't have to schedule every single minute, but you do have to allow some structure into your day. As an S, you have to recognize that procrastination is not your friend. Yes, it may keep peace in the moment, but in the long run, it's going to cause more stress and strain. As a C, you need to recognize that it's about progress, not perfection. It's better to put something out into the world and get feedback than it is to keep perfecting it in your own mind forever. For D's, I'll give one more tip for each. For D's, you need to think things through before acting. You need to recognize that you need to think first because there's probably going to be consequences that you haven't thought about. For eyes, you need to develop the be a little bit early habit. It shows respect for others. For S's, you need to look for ways to produce results faster without just working faster. You need to look for ways to work smarter, not just harder. And for C's, you need to realize that some risks are truly inevitable and learn to make decisions with way more with way less information than you would like to have you need to trust your gut more and recognize that you're not always going to have all the facts there's a lot of different ways that this plays out in our mind and in our personality and i'm going to expand on that in my productivity course as i release 2.0 of that course in the next few months if you're interested in that you can find out more at inspiredstewardship.com slash launch, and you can sign up there. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. As a subscriber and listener, we challenge you to not just sit back and passively listen, but act on what you've heard and find a way to live your calling. If you like this episode on the stewardship of time, be sure to sign up for our Stewardship of Time tips series by going to inspiredstewardship.com slash time or texting 44222 time tips and that'll get you our best tips on stewarding your time. Until next time, invest your time, your talent, and your treasures, develop your influence, and impact the world.